Well, hello, and welcome to the Desert Spring Church Podcast, brought to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. We're in the studio here at the church. My name is Julie Hart. I'm going to be the host of today's episode. I serve on staff here at Desert Spring Church as the Director of Connectional Ministries, and we are in the month of love. So this has been quite a treat uh, so far, and this week we have a beautiful couple uh, that I was excited when I knew I wanted to do focus on married couples. Um, this is a couple that popped right into my mind. I'm like, oh, I, I would love to hear their story. I think it's going to be a little bit different than everybody else's story so far. Uh, so I have the cases here uh, with us, and um, we are just going to jump right into it. I'm going to ask you all first to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your story here at Desert Spring, how long you've been here, and maybe some ways that you've been involved here at the church. Go ahead, John. Yes, my name is John Case. I came to Desert Spring, I think, in about 1999 when uh, it was meeting across the way at the high school. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think Pastor Dan Morley came in shortly thereafter, or uh, the the old sanctuary, which is now the... Oh, multi-purpose room. <laughs> right. The all-purpose room served as the... Uh, sanctuary then, and uh, I think it was 1999, somewhere in that time frame. Wonderful. And yeah, I, and um, I immediately jumped into the chance to sing in the choir because I've always sang in choirs since probably even before high school in my church in Germany. And so um, I... You know, Jamie Dick was choir director at the yeah. time, and we had choir practice actually at the at the uh, local school over there. The uh, um, I think the elementary school. Okay. Anyways, and so you know that that has always been my plug-in into churches first because that's how I worship with singing. Unfortunately, I can't do choir anymore now because I lost my you know my hearing in the lower ranges and I'm alto and I, you know, I can't oh. hear enough to learn new songs without messing everyone up. <laughs> oh, now I don't think you introduced yourself. You jumped in. <laughs> we assume that you're John's wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Yes, I'm, I'm Mariana Case. And yes, I'm John's, John's <laughs> wife. And we went over to the church together because we were already married then. <laughs> uh, and who, who uh, invited you to to Desert Spring Church. Do you remember? Actually, no one, no one did. Um, I, I just called up um, the church, yeah. and I got uh, Dan Morley on the line, and he's <laughs> in, in, and I asked him, well, where was the church meeting? And he said, well, it was meeting at, um, at the Palo Verde High School, yeah. and to come right on over, and he told me when worship services were, and um, so... We just went in cold. That's great. <laughs> and we, we you know, loved it ever since. People were friendly, you know, and welcoming, and you know, you just plug right in. Now, did you were you our Methodist before you came here? Oh yes, yes. Okay. We we came the church we came from. Well, we came from two Methodist churches: St. Stephen's United Methodist Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then okay. we went to St. John's United Methodist Church. In um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Both, yes. okay. both of those were Methodist churches, and, and uh, at St. Stephen's, it was Reverend 
Clyde Stanfield, who was uh, uh, got us actually involved in Methodism uh, at that church. And I, however, grew up um, yeah. Catholic. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I grew up Catholic, but I w- I was always involved in the church in the Catholic Church too. In you know in Germany, um, I always. Um, uh, I was in choir. I was in youth group. I went camping. We went hiking, like all over Germany, you know, and from youth hospital hostel to youth hostel, and wow. you know. So yes, I, you know. Um, but when I came and I married John, and he had a United Methodist, you know, background, and um, the Catholic churches in the U.S. are quite. I think rigid. Rigid, yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I didn't embrace it, and so I, you know, uh, the United Methodist Church, I fit right in. <laughs> interesting. So that's interesting to hear you say that it's a little rigid here. That wasn't the case growing up for you in Germany. It was less rigid then. Um, not as much. No, oh, it was. It's more. But you know, and remember the two in Germany. We only have basically two two churches you know we have the protestant and we have the we have the um, catholic mm-hmm. and you know and the jewish um population and that's all we have yeah. and you know i i think they do have united methodists now but not not at the you time. know n- not then well wonderful so uh i am very excited to hear how y'all met and everything because obviously you know you weren't the girl next door i can tell <laughs> but first of all tell me how many years have the two of you been married 51 years 51 years 51 years that is a that is a pretty long time 51 years yes and um so i you before we started recording you were telling me uh that you met in college which is funny cuz now you're my third coupled interview and and everyone meets in college so I, I think I'm going to go into youth group and tell the kids next week, like, y'all better go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I think because there's a little different childhood, before we get into how the two of you met, tell me about, you know, a little bit about your childhood and growing up. Well, as I said, we, I know I grew up, I grew up as a family with um, four children, um, my two brothers and my sister. My sister and I are super close. Uh, we bought a year and a half apart. She came to visit, you know, on my 75th birthday late recently, and yeah. so did my two brothers. And um, so, um, but when I was um, 19, um, I graduated, you know, you graduate a little later in, in Germany from high school. Mm-hmm. I graduated and, and, didn't know what to do with myself, and I had a friend who was already in the U.S. as a as a governess to a family, and they knew about someone else. Doris Steglich. Yeah, Doris Steglich, and he was the principal of my high school, and he asked me if I would go, and I said, "Sure, sure." And, and, and go where? And so it should. I, I um, I I did. I had to work all summer in the, in the hospital. And you know, pushing bedpans and all kinds of things to make enough money to come over, because I had to pay for the flight over here, and then the family I was staying with would pay for the flight coming back. And so, I, you know, I made the money, came over, took care of two children, ages uh, kindergarten and four years old, and um, 
uh, you know, never look back. And then, you know, um, then my friend Doris, who was the other German girl, you know, we, you know, we went to the university and um, international club on a, just cosmopolitan on a, club. Cos, yeah, cosmopolitan okay. club. You know, just on a lark, <laughs> and and, uh, and you know, you know, met John. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you can you can tell the rest of the story. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I should probably say a little bit about my Methodist background. Yeah, please. Boulder, I had two wonderful uh, Sunday uh, Sunday school teachers. Their names were Jack and Jean Hodges, and Jack Hodges was a professor of mathematics at at uh, University of Colorado and, and his wife, uh, Jean, and another couple, Orion and Daylene Beaver, <clears throat> were very active in the Methodist Youth Fellowship. And I was very active. And during the years of, of high school, we had what was called the Methodist Youth Footlighters. And they would put on plays. And oh. I was involved in three plays that were in the sanctuary in Boulder. A J.B. was the first play, then The Diary of Anne Frank wow. was the second, and the third play was in White America. And so, um, you know, that's just give you a little context as yeah. to the, the significance and importance. And, you know, I look back at Jack, for example. Jack has passed away. But, uh, you know, you, you think about, well, when you were growing up as a teenager, who was the most significant yeah. adult role model aside from your parents? And it was Jack. Oh, wow. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so um, anyway, and then also another Sunday school teacher, his name was Fred Shelton. <clears throat> oh, Owned the Boulderado Steakhouse there in Boulder, and he was the person who gave me my first job. Mm. Uh, but you know, the thing is, is that one of the things is kind of I think somewhat unique for me is is that from kindergarten all the way up through graduate school at the University of Colorado, all of the schools that I went to were sort of within a 10-mile radius. And, <laughs> That's wild, <laughs> yeah. And, and one of the things that is rather interesting is, is the, the University of Colorado <clears throat> Memorial Center is only a stone's throw from where I grew up. And uh, where I first met Mariana is probably about two blocks away from where I went to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is so sweet. <laughs> it's just too sweet. <laughs> you want to hear about our first date? <laughs> oh, I, I definitely want to hear about your first date. <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> I want to hear how he asked okay. you out on the first now, see, date. English, English was my second language, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, I didn't. I had nine years of English in high school, but, you know, when you come over, you don't speak that well, you know. Anyways, um, he took me to a lecture by a... Byron White, who was a chief justice of the Supreme Court from... And so, you know, I... I, 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 I slept I, I, for the whole thing. <laughs> you are such a romantic, John. <laughs> you just screamed and swept her right on off her feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, were you sure that it was a date when he asked you, did you know, like, is this a date or? Well, you know, I wasn't sure. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and, and um, you know, the, 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 the guest family I stayed with, you know, Bill Love, he's also since deceased, but I'm still close with the kids. But anyways, you know, he says, yeah, you know, you know, just go, you know, within them and, you know, see how it is and stuff, you know. And said, the only thing, uh, my only provision is don't get pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure at the lecture, you're definitely not. He was such a joke. <laughs> so, um, so that was your, you slept through your first date, yeah. right? You said yeah, you fell asleep during the yeah, lecture. Yeah, was. <laughs> and, but, but, but you had a second date, obviously, mm-hmm. so. Mm, the second date. Well, well, we went to the IHOP. Oh yeah, we always went to the IHOP. We always IHOP. went to the IHOP because yeah, the, you can get we, cheap coffee and sit all night and talk. So yeah, there you go. And we would talk. And we, would. And we uh, I'm not, it, well, I think I guess what would I describe Mariana? You know, you know, I, after 51 years I, I finally I think I, I sort of connected some of the dots. And I, I, I thought, you know, say for this interview, how would you describe Mariana and how would you, and, you know, let's say what I would say is, is that in 1964, there was the sound of music Mm -hmm. and then we had Maria. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so Mariana is coming to the United States as an au pair girl. Okay. Yeah. To take care of two children. Mm -hmm. And as she says, Singing was part of what she does. Yeah. Her love of nature was what mm-hmm. she does. And on occasion, she's not too shy to tell you exactly what she thinks. I love that about you. <laughs> I just when love when that. things were <laughs> mattered. And so I would describe Mariana is the Closest person that I know of Maria. Oh, that is so sweet. Um, He's hopelessly romantic. (laughs) He really is. That's the sweetest thing I've heard. (laughs) It's very sweet. And I think I would say spot on. I I think that's beautiful. How are you going to describe John? Well, he, um, I don't know. What attracted me to John is, is he's, in, incredibly kind, yeah, and um, sensitive, considerate, and you wouldn't, you know, think he he's an engineer, so he's very analytical, also and very mathematical, yeah, very 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 smart, yeah. That, that part so, I did yeah, know, so, yeah. And he's not shy of giving a lecture to his children. <laughs> <laughs> One of, one of his kids gave him a mug once saying, um, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm a dad. Um, what did they say? I'm a dad. Um, even if you need a you know, lecture, you will get a lecture. You're, you're well, well, you know, there was another thing. Sometimes I, I would, I would uh, you know, start out and sort of, you know, a little dialogue and then, and then uh, <clears throat> in... I would turn to Mariana and I'd say, uh, and now what do you think about that? And then she would say, well, I don't know, but I'm certainly sure that you're going to tell me. What you think about <laughs> it? Huh? 
that's that's great. <laughs> that is great. That is that is wonderful. Mm. I, it's funny because when you said you did these plays, you kind of you kind of as a youth, you you already took my, you know, I guess I had a preconceived notion, like, I know you to be the engineer, brainy guy. So I'm like, really? You you were like up there performing. So it's just really cool. Yeah. And, you know, I sourcing, you know, sort of, I went into engineering. Uh, uh, my, my, my dad is an engineer. My brother's an engineer. But the thing that came across with those plays is that I have no difficulty speaking to large groups, mm-hmm. no difficulty whatsoever. And, and I owe that to Daylene Beaver, Beaver, who just made the butterflies fly in formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, so th- it, was, it, was, it was very important. My, I'd say MYF was, was exceptionally important um but then i guess I, I we got to 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 college and i don't know i it was like i i lived at home one of the amazing things when i sort of look back at this so imagine i'm living with my parents in boulder my my parents have built two soundproof studios in the basement of our house and so we as college students would would go there for our studies. And why did I live at home? Well, the laundry was free. Well, why not? <laughs> Dinner every night. <laughs> yeah, and my mom was an exceptionally good cook. And uh, we, we had lived there, uh, you know, since 1954 when my dad at the age of 37, or at the age of 34, 1954, he came to Boulder uh, to finish a degree in electrical engineering. Of course, his his grades were far better than my brother and uh, myself because he was just so motivated to go to school. But the thing that happened here <laughs> that's so amazing, I get my diploma we we get our civil ceremony in Boulder. In Boulder, you're married the, right there. The family the family flies to, to Germany. My brother and my my parents. Oh, really? Okay, I stay with Mariana's uh, parents there in Mainz, and we had really one of the most beautiful weddings. Uh, how would I describe it? It's well, you have it, to. Um, know too that the um we were married in my church um it, you know where my catholic church actually where i grew up up in and they they would not marry you unless you had a a, a, a civil ceremony first with a certificate so we got married in the courthouse in in boulder Colorado first before uh-huh. we traveled all the way to Germany mm-hmm. with that certificate before they married us there. By the way, the courthouse is a stone's throw away from First United Methodist Church. <laughs> where you, yeah, yeah. yeah. everything is close. It's too, it's too great. It's too great. <laughs> yeah. So oh. they, you know, we and then we flew over, and John was uh, terribly afraid of flying. So, but yeah, that's another oh. story. I mean, 
uh, she, but, you know, we I held hands the whole way. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> love. But, but um, so yeah, then then we got got married in the in the my church and my all my whole family was there and everyone and mm-hmm. um and it was kind of an all day affair. You had the ceremony and then you had you went to the this um, beautiful restaurant and restaurant favorite. Overlooking the Rhine River, mm-hmm. <laughs> and with a rose <laughs> garden, and so mm-hmm. we then we um, went to had a lunch. Yeah, we should say a lunch, and then yeah. you know, and then then you know, in the afternoon you you have cake and coffee, and it, it, it's just kind of like an all day. Wow, there was thing. one tradition that I thought was really interesting. It was the Polterabend. The Polterabend. Pol- Polterabend, yes, and so. I'm living, you know, in the small apartment where where Mariana grew up in, and I look down upon the street, and there's somebody who's smashing these plates, smashing these plates, and then somebody said, "Well, this is the Polter Abend, and so what what we need to have you do, John, is to go down there with your broom, clean up those plates, and the, the idea is is that you will." Let's see. Maybe you, you will, explain yeah, it. You, you know, so all, all the friends come over and they smash plates on your doorstep, and then the groom has to sweep it up so that um, um, you you, know, you never will have any trouble in your marriage because you know you got all well, the you, 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 and and you know you won't smash plates within your in, marriage in, in your marriage because and, uh, you're so you know mad and, at and each that other. part of, part of it seemed to work out very very well you know for the years that's amazing <laughs> that pronounce that again Polta Abend. Polta Abend. Okay, so yeah. you you had no idea that this was coming. So, suddenly no, there are people smashing no. plates outside the door, and you're like, yeah. "What's happening?" That, that was, you know, just totally, <laughs> totally not wow. on my re- radar screen whatsoever. I mean, okay, so now I need to back up a minute because how long was the courtship before you got married? Okay, so I met Mariana at the university there. 1969. I'd say 1969. I'm going to say the fall, uh, although I don't recall exactly. And then we got married June 10th on 1972. So let's see, it's about three years. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, so did, how soon into this did you know? Maybe it's a different answer for each of you. Like, this is the one. Pardon me? How soon into the dating did you know that this is the one you were going to marry? You know, I didn't. Um, I had to. I love. This. I had She's to so get. Honest, John. She's like. <laughs> I had to get. I had to actually go back to to yeah, Germany because yeah, yeah. my yeah. visa ran out. Yeah, oh. your visa. You know, I was on a visitor's gotcha. visa, and you know, I could only be there a year, and you know, and I had it renewed actually one, you know, once, so I couldn't renew my visa again. So I had to go back. So I went back to Germany and worked at the um at the base, at a at a school. Um, you know, uh, in Mainz, um, you know, where I'm from. And we were just sending letters back and forth. Yeah. I still have those letters, too. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. We were, you know, writing back and forth. One thing I should say about Mariana that that, that is, is just incredible. I mean, she is a master scrapbooker. <laughs> oh. She has scrapbooks of... The last 50 years, you know, the children growing up, the vacations that were taken. Oh, gosh. uh, 
and she continues to this day with with the grandkids. Wow, it's that's just... beautiful. And a beautiful letter writer. <laughs> yeah, so him. anyway, we had to, you know, I had to go back. And then, um, so I got another visa. You better go back for John. And, and Sandy. Yeah, for Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sandy and, and was the San, one. Sandy, you know, the host. Sandy lady. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she gave me a, uh, um, uh, she got me into the vocational school, mm-hmm. you know, just to take, you know, some classes and stuff. So, you know, I would be legit, you know, coming back and, you know, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, you know, and so I did. And that's, you know, and then he, you proposed. I proposed. Okay, now I need to hear about this because we skipped past the proposal. This, did you take her to like a you lecture know, hall, you know, what's John? Really ama- <laughs> what's really amazing I sort of knew after taking her out on the first date. I just uh, mm. and and then seeing her, the au pair girl, taking care of Chris and Katie. Uh, it just, you know, she was it. Yeah, she was yeah, it. She and, was. and the question was just. How are we going to make this happen? You know, mm-hmm. but you knew that you needed to. You needed to make this happen. I, I, yeah, I did, and, and I, I, you know, when you find sort of a soulmate, you just, ah, oh, you, you know, yeah. So I knew right away, and um, so we had the letters, and we. She came back. I had the engagement ring, so the engagement ring had two parts: it was the engagement, and then. And um, and of course, my parents are in Boulder, mm-hmm. so she is, you know, I, I didn't know her parents until we flew to Germany. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to know his parents, you know, yeah. really well be- yeah. before we did it. And he, his mom and I got along fabulously. Oh, I bet she was. Oh, yeah. And I have a great story did. about that. Oh, did. that's wonderful. And, um, <laughs> and you know, his... His dad is more reserved, but he, you know, but I got to know him too, and you know, I just love the man. He, he, you know, he, he's like John. He was, you know, always thinking and always, you know, always had something in the back of his mind, or uh-huh. always, you know, working on something. Yeah, and yeah. it's just amazing. Well, and yeah, and, they, and and John brings you home, and they must just both be so delighted at what a what a beautiful, wonderful. Yeah. I, I think so, and uh, the spirituality that we we had um, is is just remarkable. You know, when I think about it over the over the years, uh, just how we, uh, you know, you know, here's a story about you know we know that Jesus said, "Blessed are the peacemakers," uh, and Mariana had this way of coming into the situations and just making things better. And I have a great story here. And actually, it's it's on Facebook, and it's Christmas of 1979. And that was the Christmas where, where um, I don't know, we were going to move from, from Boulder to, or from Morrison, Colorado to uh, Richland, you know, when I got involved in nuclear waste management. And for that Christmas, you know, we usually either went to Nebraska, you know, to see the grandmothers, or they came to Boulder. And that year, my mom was kind of, well, I don't know if we want to have the grandmothers over this year. 
And Mariana just steps forward and says, well, if they were not going to stay with my mom, they can stay with us in Morrison. And the thing that you should know that is really beautiful, she took a liking to my grandma Kaufman. And if I had to say what it is about my Christian faith, my Christian beliefs, it was Grandma Kaufman mm. who in Nebraska, in Gearing, raised seven kids as a single mom during the Great Depression. Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah. yeah she was wow. quite a and, lady. And, and, and just, you know, and, and the bond that happened with her is... Yeah, the, she's... You know, Grandma Kaufman, you know, up to the day he died, she always did something for the church. And, you know, she she rocked babies in the hospital or she always volunteered. So I volunteered a lot, you know, in my time. And that's what, you know, she was a very good example. She taught that. You know, she taught that to you. Yeah, that's beautiful. A, you know, that's yeah. beautiful. beautiful example of, of, of what, you know, how, how you... Go out and make a difference. Mm-hmm. That yeah. explains a lot because, yeah, that's your servant. Yeah. So, so one of the things that she did is she made this cross stitch, right? The cross stitch with for the grandchildren, and so you you made this cross stitch. And I actually put it up on Facebook because it was in my my parents' apartment, and so you know, Grandma Kaufman they they inherited it. And um, what, what did what did the cross stitch say? Well, it, it, uh, something about grandkids, you know, complete the complete the, the, circle, the circle of, of love. life. So it was a circle and, of and, you know, all the grandkids. And what, what what's remarkable, actually, today, um, is that Paisley, who is our adopted granddaughter, you know, she was doing some research on ancestry, and and she found this this thing that was with my parents. You know, I had there's a picture of my parents and. She found this thing, and I thought, yeah, she came and, and this so, morning and asked about it. So, <laughs> and it, it just brought tears to my eyes. Actually, I, you know, to think about it. That's so sweet. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So, so you went over everybody's hearts. So, so when you get ready to propose, you know, hey, you know, everyone's on board with this, which is not always everyone's case. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's not always a case for everyone. So. Yeah, um, I my parents. Um, well, I I think they they got to know Mariana. I think your parents, your dad was a little bit. Who is this John Case? Well, my dad, but, but my dad did not forgive me to, that I moved to the United States and married John until I actually I had kids of my own. Until you know when he met the grandkids, that's you know when he came around. But until that point. He was very, very angry that I moved to the United States. Ah, but 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 you know, I think over the years, you know, the thing about it is, so you know, we get married. Our, our honeymoon was in Vienna and Salzburg. I mean, uh, we went to the Mozart House. We went to the, and I would say that, you know, at the time. Uh, you know, when it came to me in terms of the marriage, I would say that, well, I know Mariana's going to be away from her family. 
And so I just have to make this effort to make it special, our relationship, so that, you know, she can travel back. And she did. And she yeah, did. Yeah, I traveled uh, back a lot. And it, in fact, even the time that we were here at uh, Desert Springs, I, I, I got to a place where I said, well, you know, I've, I've been to Germany a number of times. And so what would happen is that she would fly back every year sort of by myself. And I, it'd leave me by myself, uh, you know. And so... It was one ticket versus two. One ticket yeah. versus two. No. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, so, that, you know, we did that for, for a long period of time. Yeah, especially when, when the kids were young and I took them back so that they would get to know the other you know, yeah. grandparents as well. So, yeah. you know, that it was, was important to John that uh, I took the kids. And, you know, and he didn't, we, you know, We didn't have that much money to begin with, obviously, when we first started out. And, you know, it was one ticket versus, you know, yeah. two, three, you know, But they, they need so. to know right. their whole family. But, yeah. but, but to think about this, you know, partly also, you know, you think of me as an individual living with my parents, getting my diploma, okay, two weeks, three weeks later, getting married. Yeah. There's no bachelor. Life no, no, whatsoever. I, 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 I was yeah. totally thinking about that. Actually, I was thinking about that a while ago <laughs> when you said that. Yeah, so, so you had to. I mean, you, mom's not there, and now you've got you know Mariana. So, like, I'm sure there's were some growing pains in that to say, hey, mom doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so when he proposed to you, when when that moment came, were were you prepared for it? Did you know it was coming? Yeah, I probably did, and you know, and it was okay. It was good. It was a good. It, thing. You know, it was a good thing, and you know, we, um, you know, we had our ups and downs. I think first, because you know, because I'm, I'm a very you know private person, and I need a lot of space, and you know, and we kind of had to learn this give and take, and how yeah. you know he had to learn. You know, please don't talk to me when I get up first thing in the morning. <laughs> That's great. It's really you're, hard for me because I'm an early I'm riser. a morning person too. And yeah, he, he, he gets up at, you know, four and five in the yeah, morning. Exactly, yeah. John. And he already yeah. has exactly. been up for two or three hours. And yeah. So he already thought about all of the things that, that you know, that's happening in the world and everything. And, and I just get up, you know, you know barely awake. <laughs> and he, he had to learn. <laughs> that, That's great. You know, please do not talk to me. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And so what? And also, there's a whole different culture. There's oh, yeah. a whole different culture. So, so tell me about that. About navigating just the differences in your culture. Well, the, you know, I am, I, I had like you know two, two and a half years in this country, you know, before we married. So I already, you know, had decided when I'm living in a country, I need to, you know, embrace mm -hmm. that culture. Yeah. I need, you know, at least to a certain, and I, while I can keep some things, you know, that, that where I come from, you know, I never for, forget where I come from. When I live in a, in a different country, I have to embrace that culture. So I embrace the like wholeheartedly mm -hmm. I learned you know I, I learned 
you know, the different. I learned how to shave. <laughs> oh, the oh, Valentine yes, box. You need you, you know. need to tell the story about the Valentine boxes. <laughs> I, you know, um, so um, actually, um, the lady, uh, you know, the gov- I was governess to Sandy Love, and she was kind of like my second mom, yeah. and she taught me those. And there American conventions, yeah, you know, there are differences. There are real, real and, differences. And, um, you know, and how to be a lady, you know, yeah. and how to, you know, how to act in, you know, in mixed company and how to, how to do those things. Um, because, you know, I hadn't traveled out of the country before and, you know, I was, yeah. you know, just, you know, this... Um, you know, German person and, you know, coming here. And then, you know, later on, after we got married, I found it very, very important that I became a a U.S. citizen as well. Oh, yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, it's a hassle to travel with two different passports. You know, your Mm -hmm. kids have an American passport and you have a German passport and it doesn't really work very well. And so I had to learn to you know, I had to learn all the civics and all the, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, which I did. And I became a citizen in... Uh, it was September of 1976. 76, right. You. Yeah. you know, yeah, so it that was, so a, that year, was in a year Denver. after Nicole was born. And the loves came to that. Yeah, the, that, the loves um, came to that. Too, to that so. ceremony. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, beautiful. and I'm glad I did because, um, you know, I live here now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, had... And, even though I have been back, I, I wouldn't live there anymore now because well, you know, you know, it, I have all my friends here now. And when you get to the point of starting a family, you know, I mean, I know that when I, um, I have two children and, and, you know, when you get pregnant, when you're going to have the baby, it's like, listen, my husband, that's optional if he's here or not, you know, in the hospital, but I need my mom. I need my mama. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, was, oh yeah. That yeah. was very hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, you know, because my mom has a heart condition and she couldn't travel. Yeah. So she couldn't be here with me. So um, I depended a lot on John's mom. And, you know, she came out and helped out, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the first one. My yeah. my parents came to, we lived uh, for, when Nicole was born, our first one, uh, in Walnut Creek, California. That's where we lived at the time. Mm-hmm. And my parents came for the specific purpose so they would be there for the birth. <laughs> well, guess what? The baby was two weeks late. That and so stinker. they had to go back. <laughs> oh, that stinker. They couldn't stinker. stay longer, yes. <laughs> so Nicole came yeah. two weeks late. Yeah. And so, oh. um, you know, they had to go back. And so it, that was tough. Very yeah. hard. It, from my perspective, you know, I I was in the Lamaze classes for all three daughters. I was in the delivery room for all three daughters. I got to cut the umbilical cord for Danielle, the third daughter. And it was, you know, some of these complexities, I thought, you know, I, I just have to step up to the plate. You know, you I understand. have to be there mm-hmm. for her. Always. Uh, and... You know that that you know I think that was part of what what we did. You know we yeah always. We, I mean John, you know is just incredibly reliable and stepping up when there's you know emergencies and you know I've always depended on him for that. Maybe a little bit too much, but mm-hmm. <laughs> he seems like he would be calm in a crisis. 
Am yeah, I, right. He's, yeah, he's yeah. you know he and he he will you know he will analyze it and things <laughs> and you know think you know stuff and so yes, he's very very. Um, That's always nice. there, always, always, nice. always there. By the time you're up in the morning, he's already been up and analyzed and figure out what to do about the problem. <laughs> How handy. <Yes. laughs> That's great. <Yes. laughs> that That is great. So you have three children. That's correct. Three girls. Three girls. Okay. So, yeah. So tell me about that. Well, the oldest one is Nicole. And um, life got comes full circle because... Um, about what four or five years ago? 2014. 2014, they decided to go and live in Germany. She and her husband. <laughs> and our granddaughter was three uh-huh. years old at the time, and so they picked up they, they, from Seattle, Washington, and moved to Hamburg, Germany. Wow! Lived in Hamburg, Germany for. Um, Three or four years. 2018, I think it was, yeah, or 19. And, yes. And then, um, And now they live in the uh, UK, in, in London. London, England. Yeah. Wow. And so that's that's Nicole. But she was always the one who embraced the uh, German culture the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she also learned the language the best. She learned, you know, took it in high school and everything else. So she was always the one who embraced it mm. the most. Well, she because she had to make up for coming two weeks late and missing out on grandma. <laughs> yeah. so, okay, so she's your oldest, and mm-hmm. and she has one. She child. has one uh, one daughter, Svetlana, and Svetlana is. Um, Two thousand eleven. She yeah, she's gonna be. Th- a teenager. Oh, good She's luck. She's going to be a teenager good luck to in May. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And may the odds be ever in their favor. Okay. <laughs> Her name is Svetlana? Svetlana. Svetlana, Svetlana yeah. And what does that mean? Well, it's a Russian name. It's a Russian name. He, Her husband used to be a figure skater and yeah. always admired, um, um, you know, the Russian figure skaters, I guess. Yeah. And, Interesting. You know, so that's where the name came Svetlana okay. from. Okay. And then your second daughter? The second daughter is Colleen. And she um, uh, is a um, elementary school teacher. She's Sweet. always taught, always taught at the um, at uh, well at, yeah, at risk schools. Yeah, at risk schools. And there's a story here that involves Desert Spring that you know Tom Cromartie had started a a, um, a um, mentoring program for schools at Squires Elementary. CP Squires, yeah. So one of the things that happened and you know, kind of the vicissitudes of life, uh, uh, you know, Colleen graduated from high school, entered the University of New Mexico uh, to teach, you know, in education. She stayed back in Albuquerque and we moved to Las Vegas. And so here we are at this, uh, you know, at Desert Spring United Methodist Church. And then one of the things that happens is that she graduates from UNM with mm-hmm. her, her degree. And she comes out to Las Vegas. And I think she's looking for a job. And here, Mariana had been involved in the mentoring program with, uh, you know, teaching at Squires Elementary. This is also something quite remarkable about. Mariana, she has been involved in children's education. You mentored. You were you were a volunteer in Walnut Creek, 
for Mary Jo Pettigrew. Mm -hmm. And so she was there. And so, and then, you know, Char Brown, Pastor mm -hmm. Wayne's, Pastor Wayne's uh, mm -hmm. um, was, yeah. was there. And so I would say, in retrospect, that, you know, that, that, that connection got Colleen her first job. That's great. And she's been teaching. She has her 20-year certificate with the school district. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's so, great. And she adopted Paisley from yeah. at, uh, foster care, actually. And Paisley's our very special granddaughter. granddaughter. From foster care, Unbelievably yes. special. Here in Clark County. She, yes, she Clark County foster care. Yeah. And what year did she adopt Paisley? It was uh, two, April 2017. So it's yeah. been. We went to the yeah. courthouse and. Yeah. Know, so oh, that's beautiful. Good I think I think that's on Colleen's Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So that's our second granddaughter. Okay. When, and who and Paisley's how old again now? Uh, Paisley is was born in 2012, so she is going to be She's in, in October grade. 24th. She's going to be twelve this year, okay, I think. Okay, so they're all yeah. they're all getting into that age. Okay, uh, we love oh, yes. that. <laughs> Good times. And Paisley comes every morning, and um, we take her to school. Yeah, because she goes to uh, Charter School up here. Nice. Yeah, you know, nice. and Colleen teaches way out. Um, well, um, you know, the public schools start awesome. at seven o'clock, and her Discovery School starts at eight. Yeah. So. Paisley comes generally at what about six thirty in the morning, mm -hmm. yep. and we, we yeah, um, that's great. Then we have um, our youngest is, is Danielle. Yeah, she's our caboose. She was, she's, she was um, born after everyone else, and she you know th um, she um, works for a. Uh, she also got a degree at um, UNLV, actually. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Criminal justice. She, she, she did go to come to youth group here in Desert Spring in her time. Oh. I think she was in the same um, youth group as maybe Katie. Katie Beale and yeah, Lindsay. You oh, know, that, that's you know, that, yeah. that age group, yeah, right? yeah. anyways. And, um, but she hasn't, you know, she doesn't come to church now. So, um, and... Uh, she married, and they have a little boy, our only grandson, Deacon, who's two. Mm -hmm. Who's two, who you've been, <laughs> you, you watch, which uh, yeah, <laughs> God yeah. bless we you. We, this week, it may interest you that because uh, Jesse is doing some work uh, down on the Strip and found some work, uh, you know, he's he's a gig worker, and, and uh, her, Jesse's parents have had some misfortune this week. Uh, uh, first, they had a roof leak, and then uh, Debbie fell and injured her knee. And so we've had Deacon these past uh, uh, all, four all. days. And you still showed up in the studio, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> You're still upright. Oh, well, oh, uh, <laughs> Danielle I, is able to work from home if she has to, so she's working from home at our house. She's, she's at, at our house. Oh, and you're going to her house. Exactly. Oh. Well, yeah. So okay. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah. And Deacon, uh, oh, what can we say about Deacon? Uh -oh. We, 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 uh, we, we took him to the, the library to story. We, we were at you know the the park up here mm -hmm. just uh, today, and we took him to the. Uh, Children's time at the library. Mm -hmm. uh, Keeping busy. 
Mm-hmm. So it's, it's absolutely yeah. great. It's, you know, they have toys out and everything else. I recommend it to anyone who who needs to socialize their kids, you know, and you, for free. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it absolutely doesn't cost you anything. Or if you're watching the grandkids, you need a little tiny uh, break. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we take turns. I, yeah. I, yeah, you got to yeah. take turns. Yeah. I was telling you, my brother's grandkids uh, come over two, three, and four, and uh, we have to... Yeah, we have to take turns, and the place is actually completely demolished by the time it's over. And and then we have to just like get enough strength to. Well, we'll just deal with that tomorrow. It's just like we'll <laughs> yes. just like go to our rooms, and we're like, that's yes. it, we're done. So, um, so I can I can hear in your story that God is in the center of your story, and that you yeah. know you you come to this with faith, and and even so. I know that, you know, marriage is hard in that many years of marriage and raising kids and certainly raising three girls, yeah. you know, that there, that's, there are still challenges. I don't know how people do it without God because it's, it's hard enough with God. But what would you say is like in your secret sauce, you know, that's made you get 51? Am I remembering 51? 51 years. 51. Yeah. yeah. What's, it, what's, what's in your secret sauce that got you, got you um, through these years? Well, I think you know there's there's sort of a give and take always in marriage, and sometimes uh, like like this last year the challenge I got the shingles. Mm. Guess who my caretaker is mm-hmm. right here, mm-hmm. and then of course she fell. We were visiting Chris and Katie, yeah. those same people right. in Boulder who she raised. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so many years oh, ago. Oh, now I'm understanding. That's who you were visiting. The- right. Yeah. Gotcha. And she fell. Remember and the she, fall. And so, you know, I had to step up the, up the plate. But, but one of the amazing things about Mariana is I'm sitting there, you know, and she, she was injured in the hospital. But there were two people, one in Denver and one in Boulder, who consider Mariana to be the second mom. Yeah. And and so, you know, what do I need to do to take care of the situation? So I, I drove back. I got Joe on, Joel helped me, you know, to get the bathroom prepared <clears throat> for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we got uh, special, special equipment, you know, because we weren't sure just how uh, you know the convalescence with regards to that, it's, and yeah, so I think, and and you know the story sort of goes on and on. You know how long is I your program a, here? <laughs> I have a really good story for you know Desert Spring though. How how important churches are. You know you know how important your church family are. When I broke my hip the first time, it was also in. Boulder. It was yeah, in Denver. Never go back you're to Boulder. Back. Yeah, you're grounded no, we, from Boulder. It was in Denver. Um, it was in Denver. And guess what? Yeah. And I was in the hospital, and and who visited me? The church. Joanne Beale. Joanne Beale. Well, I both Ken and Joanne. Yeah, oh. Ken and, and Joanne came visited me to the hospital they when she was there. They just happened to be in the area. Oh yeah. gosh. And, and it was on the prayer chain. Well, I put out a kind and of an SOS. Was, you know, yes, I remember they that. Heard, <laughs> they heard about it. And, you know, here they are. I was just floored. And, you know, I I still remember that to this, you know, to this day I was there. Another beautiful couple, Ken and Joanne. Yeah. 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 Another wonderful couple. Yeah. And so the church, your church family is, you know, I mean, I don't know how you do it without having, you know, that support. Yeah. You know, how people do it. 
you have to have that. You know, and as far as marriage goes, yes, that you know, it's it's a give and take, and it's also, um, I think once you're married, it's not just about you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's about you know how can you make you know your partner's life easier. Mm-hmm. You know, how Better. how can you make it easier? From the outside looking in, you seem so different in so many different ways, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so it, it's really cool how much admiration you have for one another about it's like you really truly do have to accept each other's differences because you know there are Mm -hmm. there are so many including what time we go to bed and get up and you know and just your own backgrounds I mean you coming here at a very young age you know leaving home and going to a whole different country and you living your life until marriage in a six block radius, right? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, a it very was, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We 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 are. We um, we have our common ground, I think, in in our care for children. Uh, of course, you know, I'm I'm mathematical, so it's getting back to Professor Jack Hodges. You know, when I was growing up at the uh, first church, United Methodist Church in Boulder, and and uh, just through engineering school and then graduate school, and that's another thing. She she typed my thesis on a selectric typewriter. Oh, gosh, remember those? <laughs> yes, that and is, you had to. Okay, then you knew she loved you, okay? <laughs> oh. With all the Greek symbols and everything. Uh, but, of course, you know, my... my um, Sort of my professional life involved the Yucca Mountain Project yes. and, the, and the nuclear Nevada Nuclear Waste Storage Investigations Project, and you know, growing our family in in Albuquerque. And so I have been always sort of very mathematical, uh, and um, in fact, actually, you know, one of my friends is coming over this very day. He he and I have had a professional association, say, in doing mathematics for about twenty-five years. You know, one time I had had jury duty, and you know I'm on, and I was going to be selected by an alt, as an alternate juror, and I, and so the judge, you know, Bonaventure says, "Oh, Mr. Case, how are you? How long have you been married?" Well, I think it was about forty-nine years at that time. Oh, what do you do for a living? Well, I, I I said you know to the judge I said well you know I'm retired but but uh, you know I do recreational mathematics and the courtroom burst out in laughter. Recreational math. Listen, uh, I uh, there there are word people and number people and I'm I'm a word people so. God bless you. Mariana has has developed this new ministry with Joel and uh, Anne. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, grief share. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because it it is a really important ministry. In fact, I was visiting someone who's who's um, newly widowed and who has been is is ill right now, so hasn't been for the last few weeks. But um, talking about the importance of that, and um, so I, I I'm so grateful that you're a part of that it, ministry. It's, well, you know, Anna is really you know much in charge i just lead one of the groups but mm-hmm. but um it's actually you know helped me too you know thinking hmm, you know i don't know how long we'll have mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, at our age, you, th- you know, I'm 75. You think mm-hmm. about, yeah. um, you know, how long will it be? And, you yeah. know, what do I do, you know, when when something happens? Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, yeah. that's in the back of my mind, too. Every day is a gift. And you're right. The older we get, the more aware we are that we have most likely fewer days left than, than we've already spent, yeah. right? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I do think about that, you know, and how... You know, how do have I lived my life and how, you know, can I still make a difference? Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I can't be up and down the floor as much anymore with kids. But I've been thinking lately, too, you know, maybe I can rock babies, you know, or mm-hmm. do something, you know, and that because I've always loved children, mm-hmm. I just can't. Yeah, you that know, was that was it. You know, I'm and more when, limited. When you know, she, it, you know, when I so saw that, you know, this, her love this, for children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that that so, was, mm-hmm. you know. And then she got to love on your your children that way. Yeah, I just, right. yeah, <laughs> I just, um, well, for thank you for the um, example that you are, you know, to me, to many of us. I we have younger listeners, young parents. Um, that are, you know, in the real trenches of, you know, it, it, to get into soccer practice, getting the homework done and, and, and the hard, the hard times. And I, I think that you, you give those, those parents hope, you know, mm-hmm. um, because obviously you didn't talk a whole lot about your struggles. You, you can't be married 51 years. You can't be alive 51 years and not have struggles. Mm-hmm. And, but to be, have each other by, by the side and know that, you know, whether you, you know, take a tumble or go through a health scare or, or just parenting, you know, is well, parenting <laughs> these days. I don't even know how parents do it these days. I say that I say, I feel like I, I, I got through that one just in the nick of time because uh-huh. it's, it's yes. really looks yes. really, really hard. And, um, yes. you know, and one of the dreams I have here is, uh, to have more mentor, just mentorship, you know, multi-generational. I love, I'm, I just am very blessed to, I'm, I'm 55. So I'm kind of in between, right? I'm in the, I'm in the middle. So I have many friends that are older, many friends that are younger, my own age, and just the gift that we just to be able to learn from the wisdom of others. Um, and so I, I hope yeah. that those listening out there, um, you know, get a cheer from, from your story and and it certainly gives gives me a cheer i think we're gonna have to have a 2.0 we're gonna have to have a a second episode because i i know there's so much more story in the two of you but um i'm gonna close us out and thank you again and uh for listeners by now they had to where the where this is posted hopefully there's the picture because i now have the picture that i get to share uh that um if you if you're listening to it where there's not the picture go to the desert spring church website uh where you can go to the podcast and see because it's it's such a sweet sweet picture so and thank uh, you julie thank you we so much sure appreciate you too thank <laughs> yeah. you so much let's pray gracious loving god you said the most important thing is love and um it's what you came here to teach us it's what we continue to try to learn and we just thank you for the example of john and mariana to to help teach us what that love looks like not just love in marriage and love in par- as parents, you know, love within the church, love within the world. Um, for the people who loved on them and taught them how to love others, we give you thanks. For the people who uh, accepted and uh, encouraged and uh, helped to grow them into the beautiful people that they are, we just give you thanks. We thank you for the way they light up the lobby on a Sunday morning and, and 
and, and all of the important work that they continue to do, at least of which, of course, is being grandparents and the, the care that they give there, which is so important. We just give you thanks for, for the way that uh, your light shines so brightly through them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.